0: Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. This is so exciting to record today because I have exciting news. I actually finished my book, How to Write a Book painlessly give birth to your book in a weekend. I wrote this book and I did. I wrote it in a weekend. <laughs> I know. I, I bet you can't believe that that happens, but I wanted to prove that it's possible, especially for my clients. Cause I don't know if you know, I'm also a book doula. I help people give birth to books and it's so exciting for me. I love it because I believe that books change lives and I was able to pump this book out in a weekend. So by the time this podcast is airing, it probably will be available on Amazon. And everywhere else. And I'm so excited because it can help so many people because I don't know, like, do you have knowledge to share? Do you have experience to share? I feel and I know with all my heart that books change lives because I know they did for me. So I really do invite you to get a hold of me, go to my website, check things out because I can help you on that path towards uh, getting your book published and, best of all, getting your book finished because that's the bottom line. You begin feeling overwhelmed, you feel. Paralyzed. You know, it's so hard. It's a big task. It's a daunting task, not to mention all that mental clutter or that lack of clarity that kind of comes when you first start writing the book. Trust me, I've been there. So I have created an amazing step by step program that has helped me that I use for all my book creations and my ghostwriting and everything that I know can help you. It's a proven strategy for busy people who have knowledge and experience to share, and you know you want to make a difference. You want to become a published author. So, definitely go over to my website at andreaseidel.com and I'd love to be a part of your journey. Okay, let's jump into the book that I highlighted today. I'm so excited because this book kind of strikes a chord for a lot of people, including myself. And um, I discovered it actually and I love this book because it really does help um, us in so many ways. And it's so funny because I'm actually... I'm launching this book on Valentine's Day, which is a day that we have a tendency that we might feel a little bit, you know, especially for single, we may feel a little bit down or jealous or envious of other people's relationships. So the book that I highlighted today is called The Jealousy Cure, Learn to Trust overcome possessiveness, and save your relationship. So this book is so good. It's by Robert Leahy, and it's a, he's a PhD. And this book is so good because it really helps us when jealousy tends to sabotage our life in so many ways. It can also sabotage our relationships. Jealousy is in front of us on so many levels, uh, you know, people around us might be jealous of us. Like there's so many ways that jealousy actually have, could affect us in a negative way. Like, are you a jealous person? And if so, you're not alone jealousy is actually a universal emotion and we're going to discover, you know, how jealousy shows up and basically how jealousy can show up in our life. And also it's when we're sort of afraid that someone or something could come between us and the person that we love or come between us and maybe a career that we want or a position that we want, or just, you know, it's something that comes up. Maybe it's in between us and our own success. And this is so huge. So don't first second think that because you have feelings of jealousy that you might have low self-esteem um, that you don't know, you have to just get your mind off it or that it's a bad thing or that you need to try to think positive through it don't for a second think that because it's actually jealousy is an it's is, is part of human nature. And this book is so great because it really helps us to humanize this emotion of jealousy. And it's really going to help us so that it doesn't make us miserable, so that we can, you know, we can actually move forward in our relationships without destroying them. We can move forward and feel successful without feeling down. And did you know that according to positive psychology, jealousy can actually be a useful emotion to helping us. And so we're going to jump right in. So first of all, welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is where I highlight books. It's an unconventional approach to reading. Of course though, if something sparks your interest, I always recommend to support the author and go out and and purchase the book because this is just a highlight. It's all about turning knowledge into action because books change lives and you know that I believe that. And if you've been listening forever, thank you so much for your wonderful comments, your feedbacks. And if you haven't done a feedback or a review, go over to iTunes and definitely leave a review because it really helps grow the show. Okay, so let's jump in. So A positive psychology approach to jealousy is so essential and as you know I always suck out the positive psychology that I can find in all these books and um, I I bring it to light so that we can really look at it from that perspective and this book is so great because he really did integrate huge amounts of hacks and positive psychology approach approaches to jealousy and it really involves seeing jealousy as a signal to look inside ourselves to ask why am I feeling this and how How do I stop? And so what it does is it allows for jealousy, allows for us to have more internal investigation, kind of looking inside ourselves. And so this book, The Jealousy Cure, really uncovers the evolutionary origin of jealousy. It really teaches us how to discover, you know, what it is that's driving our jealousy. And also it gives us amazing, effective practices that can help us move past that that feeling of possessiveness and our own jealousy is going to help us move forward from it. So if you're someone that's consumed by jealousy or jealous thoughts or has jealous people around you, um, and you wish that you could decrease that suffering, (laughs) then this podcast is going to be awesome. It is going to really help you in so many ways. I know it did for me. So are you ready to rein in your jealousy and keep, keep it in its place? This book really helps us so that we know that, that, uh, why we feel this jealousy, like it's human, it's a human experience in this book. Um, he talks talks all about how it's a normal, intense experience. So you're going to learn how our emotions and our thinking actually end up getting hijacked and that that's why it's kind of, it can be a problem, jealousy, and it can affect us on so many levels. So we're going to discover what to do with that, right? Let's detach. Let's disengage from these jealous thoughts and these feelings that don't feel so good. So this book is good even if you think that you don't really have a jealousy problem. Or you're not really experiencing a lot of jealousy uh, feelings, um, so it's it really is going to provide you with essential skills that can improve your relationship, but also improve that um, ability to believe in yourself. It's so great. This book is so great. Okay, so the first part of the book he talks about. Let's uh, discover the passion of jealousy. So the evolution of jealousy is that it's a competitive emotion. And I know you know what I mean, right? So we are wired and jealousy is basically it's passion directed against that feeling of threat or feeling of betrayal and or abandonment. So whenever we feel that there is absolutely like maybe a threat that we're going to be abandoned or, um, that something might come between, um, maybe you and a loved one, this emotion, is meant it's like it's basically oh my gosh warning signs warning signs there's an intruder there's a competitor there's someone coming in and it puts you on guard so this emotion is really really important and it's what's called a competitive emotion and it's kind of wired in our brain because of evolution so jealousy is part of evolution it's a protective strategy that helps us defend ourselves and defend us ourselves against competitors so that we can survive. And as evolution stands, right? It's so that we protect our offspring and our potential to produce offspring. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) So jealousy is actually, it is a, a part of evolution and it's a competitive emotion. So this is so important. So in evolution, we are competitive. So Um, for also for limited resources, right? So we want to like find all the food, like, so we can keep ourselves alive. So we're actually wired to be jealous. Isn't that crazy? So evolution built jealousy into human nature. So now is jealousy, you know, that we have jealousy when we're at work, we have jealousy because of social media, we might experience jealousy in relationships, um, in families. So it's really important to recognize that it's, it comes, from evolution, it's wired in our brain to be competitive, and also it's wired in our brain to protect our limited resources. And so it shows you kind of where it comes from and why we experience it. And that's really important, right? So is jealousy a problem for you? This is really an important note because there's a difference between feeling jealousy and acting on jealousy. And that's what they were talking about within his book. And he was saying basically that um, just acknowledging jealous feelings is really important. and But there is also, uh, it becomes a problem when we start acting on this jealousy. So here we go. So he talked all about um, that we have the right to have these feelings? Definitely, one hundred percent. We have the right to feel jealous, and um, it also it, it, it's part of our vulnerability, right? It's 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 we sometimes feel jealous at times, and it makes us vulnerable. So the question is, has jealousy become a problem for you? So we know that we can't make jealousy go away because it's wired into our brain, (laughs) right? It's an emotion of competitiveness and limited resources. And so, but it, it's, it becomes a problem though, when it's affecting you negatively. So you can ask yourself, you know, do you have a tendency to complain, to ruminate, to resent, maybe to avoid situations? Is it affecting your relationship? Is it causing resentment and, or is it, you know, is your brain getting mentally hijack and it's kind of crippling you or is it causing you to be maybe too clingy to someone and possessive? Um, is it causing you to be a little more demanding or, or to get upset easier or feel sad and feel hopeless, maybe miserable in a relationship? Um, Or does it cause you to say things that you regret later? So the idea is, is just looking at this and kind of taking into consideration, is jealousy becoming a problem for you? It may not be, um, but these are kind of warning signs that maybe we might want to get it a little bit, um, you know, take it at bay. Okay. So at this point in the book, I was kind of like starting to think of like, okay, well, when have I become jealous? I was trying to find out where in my life I have experienced jealousy. And what came up for me is I noticed, like, for example, I know sometimes we go down that social media rabbit hole <laughs> and uh, it's incredible. So it sometimes shows me um, when I'm looking at all these other people on social media, um, I realize that there's a difference between jealousy and envy because I noticed that a lot of what I thought was jealousy. I thought I was jealous of a lot of this comparison, this social comparison on social media that I was experiencing was really just the fact that I envied, um, what a, someone else has and what someone else has accomplished. And, um, and I always took that envy to the next level. And I always thought, turned it into inspiration for myself. And that's how I, I dealt with the, that emotion. So I, I looked it up like I needed to know the difference between jealousy and envy. And I I was just experiencing that. So what I took away here is that, um, for example, one time, I was at Starbucks and I was looking at this couple and they were touching each other and they were kissing and they were just like mutually respectful of each other and they were having a lot of fun. And I remember feeling like, oh, like I had that feeling of envy because, uh, like, cause I don't, I didn't, didn't have that. And so I was looking at them and I had that feeling like at first it didn't feel so good because I felt like, you know, maybe less than, or like, what's wrong with me? Am I unlovable? <laughs> All those emotions come up. Right. So then what happened is I was watching these people and I realized that I just would love some of that for myself. So now when I have that feeling of envy, I usually say more of that for me, please. Or I, I look at it and I think, wow, that's awesome. Like that feeling that's coming up for me of envy is that Because I would love more of that in my life as well. So then I realized, like, am I feeling jealous? Okay, so there's where the question comes in. So what's the difference? So the main difference is that envy is the emotion of desiring what someone else has. So it's the emotion that comes up when you desire what someone else has and you wish more of that for yourself. And then while jealousy is the emotion related to the fear that something is going to be taken away from you by someone else. I'm going to say that again. So jealousy is basically that emotion that comes up when related to the fear that something is going to be taken away from you. So for example, like maybe if you're in a relationship and then you have, uh, you see a a girl hitting on your man and that doesn't feel good. Or you notice like the text messages are coming in, uh, from another person, like, uh, and your, your wife or your spouse or your husband is communicating with this other person. Um, there's a threat there, right? There's potentially a fear that something's going to get in the way um, of that relationship or something, it it might be taken away by someone else. So then the emotion of jealousy comes up. It's that competitive emotion. I hope I explained that well, like that really clarified things for me. So now I have a clear distinction between the difference between feeling jealous, like something's going to get in the way of, Uh, of, of the, my relationship or something might get in the way of me, uh, getting a promotion at the job or something's going to get in the way of, um, me, you know, so it's really interesting, the difference. And I really love that specific. Specify uh, specified by like clarifying that, that really, really helped me. I hope it helped you too. So yeah. So where do you feel the emotion of jealousy in your life? And where do you feel those emotions of envy and everything that we talk about? What he, we're going to talk about within his book really does help with, uh, this, this idea of jealousy and, uh, so powerful. Okay. So then he talked about how jealousy becomes a problem. So here is where and how jealousy in our life m- might become a problem. So, what happens is our brain, our brain gets hijacked. So, we literally get hijacked by this jealous mind. So, the second we have that emotion of jealousy, jealousy has a mind of its own, is what the, he was saying within his book. And so when we are jealous, we often get hijacked by our thoughts, we get hijacked by our feelings, we move into the stress response, and we go down a really sort of we could can go down a really dark path. So he talked about out that there are four parts to the jealous mind and i love that he talked about this so there's core beliefs there's rules like we follow these rules and then there's worry and there's rumination so our so the problem is is that these things keep us locked into they keep us fixated on and they really elaborate and they they make that emotion um, really heightened. So our jealousy, so we start looking through the world through a jealous lens. So when we have these emotions, the emotion of jealousy, other things start coming up. So we we tap into stories or beliefs that we might have in our mind. We um, we kind of go into this place, well, if they're doing this, they must be cheating. Or, you know, we have that rule book or our predetermined sort of thoughts. Or we worry, worry, worry about something that maybe we don't even need to be worrying about. The other thing is we ruminate. We create new stories and we we go through all these scenarios over and over in our brain and we actually end up making it worse and then we end up looking through the lens of jealousy and so the problem is is that We have what's called in positive psychology, a confirmation bias. So when we look, when we uh, think a certain thought or we have a certain belief or we follow a certain rule or story that we have in our brain, or we ruminate and worry, we're going to look for evidence to support our thoughts, our beliefs, our stories, our worry. We literally looked for things to confirm um, what it is that we're thinking. So instead of really looking at the facts, you can see how this is a huge problem and how our brains, our jealous mind kind of get, we hide, it gets hijacked. So these idea of rules, these idea of assumptions, assumptions, beliefs, this biased thinking can lead to distortion. And it can lead, and I love the way uh, he put it within his book. And this is um, a, this is all positive psychology as well. It's called fortune telling. I love that one. <laughs> so we have a t- we we tell the future, but like you know, our brain is totally hijacked, and we we seem to be able to pr- foresee the future that may not be true. And then we also catastrophize, and that's a really hard word to say. <laughs> catastrophize. We may make things bigger than they actually are when our brain is hijacked by jealousy. And then we also might have a negative filter or that bias that we talked about. We're looking for bad things or we're looking for evidence to support what it is that we're thinking. Also, we have a tendency to overgeneralize and we discount the positive things that might have happened or we discount the positive behavior. And so, oh my gosh, isn't that crazy? So then we end up thinking and the, we think and we blame and we have this emotional reasoning and you can see how all of this leads to like a huge amounts of hijacked. It just, our brain is completely hijacked by this emotion of jealousy. So this is problematic, right? As you can see, because maybe um, there's absolutely nothing going on. This is like when you think you're, you know, your spouse is cheating on you or something like that. We can go down that road rabbit hole and we feel jealous or oh my god why is that person texting them or like you know they must not care about me they must not like me oh my gosh like you know sometimes our brain goes off on this tangent so um so that's really it can be problematic so some problematic effects of jealousy is that we'll have a tendency to move into interrogation we're looking for clues based on our assumptions Um, we might go into pouting mode or withdrawal from the world Uh, we might move into accusing or putting down our competition, um, in not like not showing up the best or we may not trust our partners. Um, it may threaten our relationship. It may increase tension in ourselves and our partner. So it's really not powerful. So none of which works for us in a positive way. So he then talks about within his book that jealousy is strategies that can drive our partner away. So what happens is when we have, when we are hijacked by the jealous mind, um, the strategies that we come up with actually end up maybe pushing us away. So all those things that we talked about, like interrogation, looking for clues based on our assumptions and pouting, withdraw, accusing, you know, putting down other people or the potential competition and not trusting. uh, All those things you can see, these strategies, these jealous strategies, they don't work. They actually end up maybe pushing our partner away, or they actually end up decreasing our opportunities um, for promotion or like whatever it is that we're jealous about. It's holding us back from moving forward. So we know how our jealous mind works and we know that that emotion actually takes us over, takes over. Um, So, so how we tend to cope with these feelings is really, really not effective uh, typically. So, so the next whole section of the book is all about, let's discuss a more powerful way that A more helpful way that can help us in this situation so we can actually turn jealousy around. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. So this is the good part. (laughs) This is turning that knowledge into action. This is flipping, uh, and making jealousy, you know, um, uh, work to our advantage because it can't go away. It's a, a part of evolution, right? So here's the cure, the jealousy cure. Um, so he talks about let's turning jealousy around. So here are some of his steps so it's called so these are the steps and then we'll go into more detail about the steps so stepping back to observe and accept that is one of his, his steps step back and just observe so that you can accept and kind of more spectate and view, like be more mindful and have that space. He also talked about living with your thoughts. Um, so it's not about just snapping out of it. Like that's not going to happen. Um, just paying attention to our thoughts, paying attention to what's going on. And that kind of that, that's like the next step after stepping back and creating space. And then also, uh, he talked about talking back to jealousy and I love this one. I use this as a coaching tool for my clients a lot is like, let's think about the thinking and let's talk back to that. And and one of my favorite things to do actually and I'll just slip it in here is like, that's not true because and then dot 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 fill in the blank. And um, my awesome co- coach Amelia Zivotaskia, she she's the one that ha- she really drills that one into my, be- my brain. So when she's coaching me, that's one tool that she uses. It's like, okay like, um, that sounds like a bit of a limiting belief. Let's investigate that. (laughs) And then she, she just keeps saying that's not true because, and then I, I just keep going through it over and over again. And then it's amazing how that's so empowering. Okay. So that's one thing talking back to jealousy, um, also putting jealousy into context, um, right. And then also solving it. So let's go through each one in a little bit more detail. So stepping back to observe and accept. So the tips that they, um, he suggested when the, in his book is to make room for jealousy. So just allow it to be there. It's an emotion. Remember, it's part of evolution. It's going to show up. So step back and observe it and say, it's okay that you're not okay. So it's okay that you're experiencing, um, jealousy and and don't don't try not to have that energy of shame because the reality is um you know what if you're feeling really jealous about maybe you first started dating someone and you're you're noticing that there's still residual texts coming in from maybe previous um guys that they've gone out with or in, in my case girls whatever um just sit with the emotion like make room for that jealousy give yourself permission and then usually it's actually a compliment it means that you have have a lot of feelings towards that person and you're, you know, you're feeling a bit threatened that maybe something might come between that. So the reality is, is to just observe your feelings and, um, and notice instead of struggling with those feelings, just notice them, observe them. And he suggested, you know, mindful breath and honoring and validating that you're jealous and that it's okay. Like don't have that energy to try not to have the energy of shame and guilt around it. So so these are my feelings right now and I have a right to feel them. Uh, and this is what I feel. Just acknowledging them. So these are difficult feelings for me would be another thing you might say to yourself. It's hard to have these feelings. So step back and observe and have compassion for yourself is the first step and such a wonderful tool. Self-compassion, acknowledging those feelings because you're human and these are wired within us and jealousy is showing up. It's going to be, you know, a new message, a new learning experience for you. Okay. Then he talked about living with your thoughts. So the tips that he had was, um, thought stopping and snapping out of it. It basically, it does not work. So his tips are to pay attention to the thoughts and shift your thinking, uh, to pay attention on something else. So instead of saying, "Oh my God, stop being jealous, stop, stop, stop," <laughs> it's more about, "Okay, well, what what's a better thing to focus on? What is better for me to pay attention to?" So he is talking about uh, living with your thoughts. So the the jealousy is going to come up. So instead of thinking that you need to stop and snap out of it, that doesn't work. Acknowledge those feelings, but then pay attention to those thoughts and shift your thinking to pay attention to something else. And so So the idea here is to notice what you're focusing on and ask yourself, is there something else that might be more important? Is there something else that's more relaxing? Is there something else that's more peaceful for me to focus on and try to make your thought that simple and just like shift it. Like don't hang out with the jealous thoughts. I love the way he put that in his book. Don't hang out with those thoughts. It's like, okay, I can see them. I accept that I am feeling this way and, um, I would like to have a better feeling thought. And so So a thought can be like a telemarketing call, right? You basically don't even want to answer it. So you're like, okay, um, that, that doesn't really, that, that telemarketing call doesn't require and need my attention. So I'm going to focus on something else or I'll call somebody else. So it's all about the difference between being productive versus unproductive. And so when you go through a thought, and this is my favorite, favorite tip is, and I use this with my clients as well is when you have a thought, you can live with that thought and think, okay, is that a productive thought versus is that an unproductive thought? And you kind of put it through that test. It's like when it's not making you feel good, um, then it's like, it's just living with those thoughts and thinking, is there a better feeling thought that I can think of? Or is this a productive thought or unproductive? And it's really amazing because just taking that space, um, of living with these thoughts is really, really important, right? So paying attention and shifting what you're paying attention to. Um, and that's really, really important, right? If you just sit there and focus on this jealousy and that emotion, you're in it, like acknowledge the feeling, of course he's saying, but then um, give yourself permission to think about something else or shifting it away or moving it to like all the positive things, maybe in a relationship or I always go into a place of gratitude and appreciation because it automatically shifts the energy of that feeling. So instead of feeling jealous about someone, I might, um, uh, I might go to a place of like appreciating them or feeling grateful for them. And that usually helps. Then he talked about taking, talking back to jealousy. So talking back to your jealousy is like, okay, we have a thought, we're talking back to it. Um, so the tips that he came up with, like for every thought, there is another way of thinking. So this is basically noticing, um, when you when when thoughts come up that are kind of automatic and negative, like there's a cost to that way of thinking. So what he's suggesting, and we kind of already talked about this, is how would someone else interpret this? So you think about in your brain it's like, okay, what's the cost of me thinking this way? Um, and consider an alternate, automatic thought so, um, that you can, you know, so this will help you with, you know, how we talked about stopping that um, mind reading or fortune telling and, or the, um, like the internal dialogue that we come up with. That's kind of like the stories that we come up with and the predictions and kind of our own way of thinking or our, our brain is wired because we've had, like perpetual thoughts, um, and ways of thinking or stories that we've told ourselves. Like if, you know, you never know, everyone has their own, their own experience that have created and wired their brains. So the idea is, is that with this one is talk back to that jealousy. So talk back to that thinking and ask yourself, like, is there a better automatic thought for me or, um, and so this is really good. So it's like, you're just, dis- you're discounting, um, the things that maybe might be stories when we, we go into those things. So when we go into mind reading, when we go into fortune telling or personalizing or adding your story, um, we kind of, we go down a path that's not so great. So the idea in this example that he's giving is to talk back to this jealousy, like that thing, like that's not true because, or a better way of thinking might be, um, all those things is really good because it allows you to examine the underlying assumptions that you might. Be making that may not be true <laughs> or might be true, but then there might be a better feeling thought for you. Okay, so then he talked about putting jealousy into context. So his tips were to change the lens of your relationship or change the lens of the situation where you feel jealous. So if you're feeling jealous in a certain situation, he's suggesting that you change the lens. So you go to the lens of being compassionate. You change the lens of looking through it with a playfulness way, with love, with kindness towards the person. And this really, really helps shift the feeling around it. And it allows you to put the jealousy into context. Um, Because sometimes, you know what? Like I've heard people like hate on someone else because they feel threatened by them and their beauty. And oh my gosh, I I, I have to admit, I watched The Bachelor (laughs) and The Bachelorette. And oh my gosh, that's the epitome of jealousy in that show, because look at it. It's all these girls potentially getting in the way of a relationship with The Bachelor. And so you really do see um, huge amounts of jealousy within that show. And so putting it into context and changing the lens of can really, really help these women, excuse me. So changing the lens of the relationship and the situation of jealousy is like, look at things and from an understanding, compassionate lens and be compassionate with yourself and practice love and kindness towards the person. Because I mean, sometimes people can be so mean and try and tear down other people out of jealousy. Um, and it's really incredible because it's like, oh my gosh, like that person maybe isn't that terrible, but it's amazing, uh, how it can bring out not so great things about us assumptions. Um, you know, just me, just mean in general. Right. So putting it into context and looking through it from a lens of compassion, playfulness, love, and kindness, it's like, wow, um, that girl is so beautiful. And like, um, you know, like noticing the beauty in the person that you might be feeling jealous of or threatened by. And uh, I know it's hard. <laughs> so the idea is to make space for these emotions and know that you're safe and keep telling yourself something like, you know what? I accept these feelings. I'm safe. Um, and there's there's a lot to be said about these feelings, right? And we can also choose. We have in every moment, we have the opportunity to choose how we want to feel. Do we want to feel jealous? Um, so shifting that and putting it into context is really, really important. So i I'm I mean, with me, with that Starbucks couple, um, I know that was more envy. Um, I really did turn it into a positive and I shifted the way and I chose. To see it as inspiration as, oh my gosh, I would love to have a loving, uh, positive relationship like that with mutual respect and a lot of physical touch and verbal affirmation. (laughs) Okay. So you can imagine that for yourself. So you can, you can put jealousy and envy into context and really use it to help you and just explore and learn about yourself too. And then he talked about the tip of flipping jealousy is to, um, be realistic and to, um, kind of recognize that it's baggage and recognize that you can get beyond it, that you, you can get, you can move through it. You can focus on what's more important. You can establish yourself and your goals and you can feel better just by, um, not going into the energy of, Uh, Jealousy, like, recognize that it's there, but then you have the choice to be more realistic and to, um, you know, build your own, build your own ability to trust and to focus on the good, the good things, right. And be more positive and not to ruminate or worry, but also to avoid that blaming and labeling and all the things that come with it. Like own your part in the problem of jealousy. <laughs> and so uh, the other tip was to recognize that other positive emotions are so much more influential and feel so much better so notice like if you're in a relationship and you have that uh, jealousy creep in it sit with the feelings acknowledge them talk back to this jealousy be more realistic live with those thoughts and decide if it's productive versus unproductive and then kind of direct compassion into it and gratitude and appreciation and recognize the positive positive emotions actually feel so much better and it feels better to share those emotions together instead of wasting your time with jealousy and the emotion of jealousy. The other tip that he had was to put your shoe in the other foot and consider that, remember, don't forget that evolutionary lens, that this is a competitive emotion, right? It's showing up. Um, but we have the ability to shift our focus into the moment, into the present moment. And we have the ability to choose what it is that we're focusing on, literally. So, oh my gosh, that book is so great, right? It's The Jealousy Cure, it uncovers, you know, the evolution of where jealousy comes from it teaches us that we can drive this jealousy we can make it worse we can make it better we can just acknowledge and sit with the feelings and also like look at it from a point a um, perspective rather of um you know, compassion and self-compassion as well as compassion for other people. And that we can shift away from this, you know, emotion of jealousy. I also, my, one of my favorite parts is that, you know what, that we don't have to feel bad that we're, we have low self-esteem or that, you know, that we have to just like snap out of it and that it's, you know, oh my gosh, it's like, it's amazing because it's not a wrong feeling. It's an inherent feeling. That's part of nature. It's just a matter of, you know, what is it becoming a, problem in our life. And then how can we shift that, that feeling and that emotion of jealousy? Anyway, that was such a good book. I hope you got a lot out of it as well. The Jealousy Cure, Learn to Trust, overcome possessiveness and save your relationship by Robert Leahy. It is such a great book. And I do recommend if you want more information to delve into the book and purchase it yourself, if you like, and please be sure to leave a review, visit me on Instagram. It's live life, happy underscore AS and all kinds of posts and stories there to help you live life happy. Thanks everybody for listening. I have an awesome book next week. I'm not even going to give you a little teaser, but it's so good. I hope to hear you and see you next week. Rather, we'll talk to soon. Bye. If you like this podcast, that's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books. I highlight coach and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it. No one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.